So welcome back to another episode of The Run-In Sprint. We're joined once again by Claire Ward. Claire, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, we'll dive straight into it, Claire. Um, we spoke a lot on the last podcast about uh, your your international career and running sprints and longs and middles and relays, but what was your favourite discipline when you were when you're racing or now as well if it's changed um long definitely for me um i used to go and watch the world champs when i was a junior just um a bunch of friends of us uh, friends of ours we went i think we were first when we were 16 and then we went when we were 18 and we went when we were 20 and at that time the long was the long was everything i think they had just introduced the middle in the first when we went to see the first the first world champs middle and the sprint wasn't invented then and the longs the long champions were the king of the forest. I think yeah. also that um, my endurance suited the long best as well. But it's my worst world champs result. But yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's the most fun to run, definitely. Fair enough. What was your best, and define, and, you know, take best however you wish, your best trip abroad orienteering? Um, oh, that, that's that was quite tricky. I think the summer after I finished university, um, I went overseas with with friends, um, did Jenkins and Ziggy Gould in a car that kept breaking down. And we just, the best thing about it was we went off Dids's little black book of all the girlfriends he'd had um, that he'd made at various <laughs> internationals, <laughs> ringing on their doorbell and saying, hi, can we come and stay? It was, just, <laughs> it was hilarious, absolutely hilarious. So it was, it was a great fun trip. Good laugh. Yeah. Oh, sounds ideal. Um, is there any? Is there anywhere you you know you'd like to go? Um, maybe when your kids are a bit older, kind of holiday orienteering. That's what my mum is absolutely loving at the moment. Any kind of like bucket list places you'd love to go orienteering? I'd love to go back to those those forests in Finland. They were just incredible. Um, I think it was. It's the. This is it orienteering? There's an O week beginning with K. Car Carhu orienteering in Finland. Carhu O week. Anyway, it's in northern Finland. Just it was stunning, absolutely stunning. I'd go there in a shot. Ah, so you go back to somewhere you've already been to rather than go somewhere new. Yeah, I think because it was so nice and I didn't spend nearly enough time exploring the forest there. But it's funny you ask about orienteering holidays. My kids, when we suggest going somewhere, it's like, what's the orienteering competition? They're so used to not going on holiday unless they're going orienteering. Indoctrinated. <laughs> yes. What's the, what, what, are, what have been the best orienteering holiday trips then recently? Um we did go to um, South Africa for the big 5-0 and that was incredible. It was nice. just so different. Um, and the orienteering wasn't exactly top-notch, but it was completely different style of forests. I think the other one that was really interesting that I'd recommend every orienteer to do is Japan. I went on a training camp there before the World Champs. Uh, it was just such interesting terrain. You've got all the volcanic, it's volcanic, um, just the mountains and it was just fascinating the route choices involved there but the other family orienteering that we really enjoy that's it's it's quite funny is the belgian five day which is in between christmas and new year and it's great because you're not eating christmas leftovers because you just you have to be there on boxing day and there's beer at the finish and a hot shower every day and highly recommended (laughs) Wow, I did not know that was a thing, but that sounds like, that sounds really great. That's fantastic. You know, that's often a bit of like a, you know, that's the wasteland area, a bit between Christmas and New Year, you're not really doing anything, you know, and then, yeah, why not? It's not the finest of all ring forests, but 
it's a good laugh. It gets a bit of fresh air. Yeah, it's good. Well, yeah, you don't always go on orienteering holidays for the most co- top quality forests. So. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely makes sense. But World Masters coming up in Japan. Are you tempted? Mm-hmm. I am tempted. I thought it was meant to be this year, though. And um, with the baby, I wasn't going to do it. But any other year, I'd do it, definitely. But I think it's been postponed a year. Oh, has it? Oh. Yeah, I think it has. I think it was oh, meant wow. to be this year. And now mm. it's was postponed, you know, all the Olympic stuff and everything's been postponed a year. My mum's quite tempted. It would be really good. I'd, I would recommend it. It would be lovely, yeah. Yeah. Um, if there was one race you could run again, which race would it be? Um, I would run again the, the Switzerland long race at the World Champs in Switzerland in 2012. I was in really good shape, but, oh, I just, you know, when you're pushing too hard, you just make mistakes and it yeah. made mistakes all around that race. I was really devastated after the race at how badly I'd done, whereas it still stands as my best walk-long performance. I was 25th, <laughs> I think. Um, but I was, if I could, if I could have run a better race that World Champs, I think, I would have been a happy roaring tear for the next six months. But yeah, you can't fix these things, can't you? You can't go back and run them again. <laughs> no, as much as people would want to. But yeah, it's, never exactly. the, it's never the same again. You know, you're, you're like some races, are especially they had that pressure and that's why they went that way and all that, yeah. that kind of thing, I guess. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I want to bring back an old uh, question that we haven't asked before, which is, do you tape your laces? Um, every every time I tape them, I use Luco tape, not electrical tape, you know, like strapping tape, because it's oh. just better. It, it seems to stick better. And then you get to the end of the race and you're cold and you can't keep damn shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never had a problem with my electrical tape not sticking to my laces. Oh, no, well, maybe I'm not going have, in like yeah. to. I uh, maybe I'm not going through all the marshes or like all the Come to Scottish terrain. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there's, there's your thing. Oh, okay. You're never, never going to chance it. That, that. No. Is, no. Yeah. I don't think so. No. Uh, chance it all the time. But do you use that as an excuse if you are oh, well, you beat me there. I'd stop and tie my laces. It's always a handy no, one I'd, to have. In, in a big, in a big race, I will always do it. I just, yeah. I think, I just lazy and can't bother to buy a new a new roll of tape yes that's it pretty much <laughs> um what other questions have we got uh will have you got any i, I was gonna have... say what was the best bit of advice that you were given but maybe it was that you were told that you couldn't run again <laughs> you proved it wrong <laughs> i think um one of the good advice that i give to a lot of junior orienteers is um ask a lot of a lot of elite orienteers what their training is i think if you ask one person, um, one elite orienteer, you listen to what their training is and you follow that, it might not be right for your body. So um, after I had my accident, I couldn't do any circuit training. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm quite I'm quite a strong, I'm quite good at getting through terrain anyway from my upbringing in Scotland. So I just didn't bother about any of that. I didn't worry about not doing any, any, any circuits or strength and conditioning. I also, I find hill reps, you seem to work on your cardiovascular strength and your running strength. And um, I can't be doing with that. If, I, if I'm working on my running strength, I want it to be on, on flat, good surface. I never do any terrain reps because I know that that works for me. So I think um, if I was giving a junior athlete advice, I'd ask a range of people and find what works for them. And then you listen to that and you can maybe work out what works for you. 
So that'd be my advice. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. Like get, Fantastic. yeah, there's too many people just kind of copying each other or hearing one piece of advice. And, you know, a lot of what I've been saying recently about talking about coaching, you need lots of different kind of people's advice and figure out what is right. There's no one right way, I think, to orienteer yeah. and to train as well. There's a lot of people talking about, oh, you're orienteering, you should do terrain reps. Terrain reps would be the worst thing for me to do because I can already run well through terrain. What I needed to do was get faster. And the, the best way of working on your cardiovascular fitness is by doing doing reps on a good surface where you can push your heart and lungs to the absolute maximum and you're not compensating on what you gain in the cardiovascular fitness than um, in gaining your strength. You know, I'm not interested in strength. I'm interested in pure cardiovascular, but that's that's just me. Other people have got different different strengths. Yeah, that's really interesting. Do you think that's why you were able to dance between the disciplines quite well of sprint and long and yeah i think so in order to do sprint and long you've got to be a fast runner and you've got to have endurance and i think yeah the sprint and long com- combination you the, if you can go away and work on your 10k time you, you have the battles there and i was forced to do that after my accident because i couldn't run in terrain for that long so yeah it was really interesting to go away and do that and then find i can still run through the forest um as, as strongly as i had before i can just do it more quickly because i've got the flat speed but that's mm. growing up in scotland you you gain that you, you, you if you if you if you're having to do competitions in really rough heather you get <laughs> quite good at running through yeah. that sort of stuff <laughs> bog trotting exactly <laughs> uh, I, I was just going to finish with, with one more unless Catherine had another one um when you were coming back, was there any ever temptation to go into a different sport, or if not, you know, any any sports take your fancy that you'd uh, you'd take up now? Well, i I think I'd be quite, I think I'd be quite good at cycling. You know, I um, when I was training hard, I was working out um, outside of Edinburgh, on the, and I used to eight mile cycle out to work and eight mile cycle back again, and. The, the most funny thing about it was is it's along a canal, so you don't get the real pro cyclists doing it because um, there's lots of bridges and it's quite a rough pass. But it's the competition between the, the cycle commuters was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> a bunch of punters trying to overtake each other along this narrow canal towpath. So, yeah, I think I'd be quite good at cycling because, yeah, I was quite good at passing the other punters. And you got, you went past them and as you went past them, the key is always to look as though you're making no effort whatsoever as you cruise past. Yeah. Oh, oh, such fun. I really brilliant. miss that cycle commute. I really do. <laughs> you can still go out and do it. I know. So, I could, I could, couldn't I? Just, just for all time's sake. Yeah, let's yeah. <laughs> well, you have to go halfway an and, and then back and that's your like commuting to work from home in the morning and then you just do it again in the evening. Yeah, that'd be good. I'm not sure I can build in the time to get out of bed early enough to do that anymore if it's not essential, but yeah, it's yeah, a shame. I think that's a good point. <laughs> I think we'll wrap up there. So thanks very much, Claire. And um, yeah, best of luck in the whole coming, everyone coming out of lockdown and hopefully being able to do some more orienteering and stuff in the future. Can't wait. Yeah. 